afternoon, and welcome to your Roy Rooters podcast, your hub for your nine-time World Series champion, Boston Red Sox, your six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, your 17-time NBA champion, Boston Celtics, your six-time Stanley Cup champion, Boston Bruins, your 11-time national champions in football, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, your 51-time Scottish Premier League champion, Celtic football, your six-time English Premier League champion, Chelsea football, your Gonzaga men's basketball team, your Wright State baseball team, and your five-time national champions in hockey, the Boston College Eagles. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, also known as the Junkyard Dog, also known as the T.O. Schwiggins, and you can't change that. All right, so we got um, – we're watching um, NFL um, Wild Card weekend, weekend right now. It's uh, Colts versus the Bills right now. The Bills are winning by seven with nine thirty-one left in the first quarter. So in the first in the first quarter, sorry, sir. Did I say first? I said first. I meant to say first, and the Colts just got a penalty for some reason. So, yeah, ball start or something. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So in my mind. I'm not really interested because, A, no Patriots in the postseason. I'm not really that big of interested. I mean, I'll watch it, but, I mean, I really don't care who really wants those. Both teams I hate, both the Colts and the Bills. Yeah, so I really don't care. But I am picking the Bills to win this one because they just have a better chance of winning. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get stopped unless they face Kansas City. I believe, I believe Kansas City is going to win again. Just my opinion. I feel like they're going to repeat. So Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is going to get a second ring. That's my, that is my take and pick on the Super Bowl, yeah. or what is going to happen. All right, so let's get into some news. We need to talk about Peyton Pritchard, and we'll get into it too. Peyton Pritchard, Peyton Pritchard for the Celtics has been making a name for himself in the past week or so. Yeah, he scored twenty three points, a career high as a rookie. In a game against Toronto, he won the game uh, against Miami on a game-winning shot. the the legend The legend of P Rabbit continues. P Rabbit, if you don't know, what I'm talking about. If you know the character that Eminem plays on a uh, a mile, P Rabbit. So that's who we're yeah, kind of referring to P Rabbit because he kind of does look like a little bit of a young Slim Shady. Yeah, a little Eminem. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really like what the NBC Sports Boston gave the nickname Fast PP. Oh my lord, that that just sounds really. He Rabbit sounds a lot better than Fast PP. Fast PP. That that sounds like you're trying to make it like, like trying to make a non junior high joke sound a little immature, a little toilet humor immature junior high joke sound a little immature or less immature. Yeah, yeah. P Rap is a lot better because a a lot of the young a lot of these Celtic fans are younger fans and they do like listening to Eminem or like grew up listening to Eminem. So yeah, so I don't know. I feel like a lot of these guys are part of the older generation. They don't like rap. Yeah. We'll get into that later in the show. Let's go over the news of the week. What happens the last time we talked? Um. Well. <clears throat> Our uh, our Roy Rooters team finally got a win in 2021. Yeah, and we'll get into that too. But first, I want to give our condolences to former Celtic uh, Paul Westfall. I know he was um, mostly a Phoenix Sun his entire career, but he did spend the first couple of years of his Hall of Fame career in Boston and did win a championship with them in 1974 until getting traded, I believe, 1975 to the Phoenix Suns. Where he spent pretty much the entirety of his career at, but he did make a couple of stops afterwards. But want to give our condolences to him. He died last Saturday. Rest in peace. He was, I believe, 50, 71 years old. Is what I'm kind of looking at. Or will be 71 years old. So yeah, 1950. So, yeah, rest in peace, West Paul Fall, former Celtics. A lot of them are dying. Yeah. Yeah, because we lost Tommy Heinsohn, we lost Casey Jones, and now we lost Paul Westfall. I know he wasn't a Celtic his entire career or like a majority of his career, but at the same time, he was a former Celtic, and we got to like, yeah, make our condolences. 
Then Gonzaga men's basketball later on Saturday, that Saturday night at La- after we recorded, played San Francisco. We thought this was going to be a tough um, opponent, mainly because San Francisco was a little bit tougher than all the opponents that Gonzaga faced this year. But they got the job done against San Fran, and they won 85 to 62. I believe they are now 10 and or 10 and 0 at this point. So let's see. Top performers. Okay. All right. So here we are. All right. So my top performers in scoring was Corey Kisper with 26 points, Joel Ia with 18 points, um, Andrew Nimhard with 14 points coming off the bench, then Drew Timmy with 10 points, Timmy, and. Andrew or Antoine Watson with uh, eight points. Yeah. So nice, great win against uh, a tough opponent. Like people were thinking like this could be the game that uh, Gonzaga might stumble a little bit, maybe because San Fran is a tougher opponent in the conference, but they got it done. I mean, at this point, well, we'll get into it a little bit too, but yeah, get into it a little later, but we'll talk about can Gonzaga real or, can uh, Gonzaga really be stopped? And if it's kind of a good thing. All right, and then Chelsea football on Sunday played Man City United. And once again, they fell. They fell again to Man, U- or Man City and lost 3-1. to one. Not great. So, and I believe the only goal of that game, we won't go too much into detail because, A, it's just, it just wasn't a great game. They, let's see. So the only goal was uh, from uh, Column Hudson Odie, one minute, and basically it was like in the last few minutes of the game. At that point, they were losing 3 0. And yeah, it was just a really not great game from uh, Chelsea. I believe at that point, hold on, was that the only game or Chelsea match of the week? week yeah was so at this point what that puts them now at after the loss it now at this point an updated it now puts them basically ninth place in the english premier league liverpool has basically just came back they basically stormed back but right now it is kind of tightening up a little bit it's now between liverpool and man united basically tied up for a first place with 33 points and then right behind him is Leicester with 32 points. So yeah, it's kind of turning up between them, or between them, Leicester and Tottenham. So yeah, so yeah, so it's kind of going to be a little interesting in the English Premier League in the next couple of day in the next couple of months. All right. Then the Patriots finished off their regular season and base of the season a game against the Jets at home at Gillette Stadium and. Thank God they did not lose to the Jets. They finally got done, finished off the season with a win against the Jets, 28-14. Let's go over the recap. All right. So here we go with the recap. All right, so to begin with, hold on, no, play-by-play scoring, yes. All right, so to begin with in the first quarter with 11.32 into the first quarter, basically right off the bat, the Patriots got on the board. Cam Newton threw to a James Light for a seven-yard pass. PAT is good. 7-0 New England led. Then with 1.40 left in the half, the Jets got on the board. Sam Darnold threw to a Chris Herman or Herdon, 21-yard pass. PAT is good. Tied up 7-7. Oh, really? They missed a field goal? Man. Wow. No, I'm just getting interested with the other game. Wow. All right. Then in the third quarter with 11:40, basically right off the bat, Jets got on the board. Josh Adams, former Notre Dame uh, player, uh, ran for a one-yard pass. PAT is good. 14-7. Jets lead. 
Then once again, just right after that, the Jets never scored ever again as the Patriots basically took over this game. Cam Newton threw or basically, hold on, we messed it up here. Jacob, it wasn't Cam Newton who threw a pass. No, it was actually Jacoby Myers who threw a pass to Cam Newton, to Cam Newton, 19 yard pass. PAT is good, tied up 14 to 14 with two, two or 222 left in the third quarter. And then after that, Cam Newton threw, threw, threw to a Devin Ashiashi, 26 yard pass. PAT is good, 21 to 14. Patriots led. And then with 11:42 left in the game, Cam Newton ran to, threw to Shoney Michelle, 31 yard pass. PAT is good, 28 to 14. Patriots lead, and that's where your final score would end up being. Patriots finish off the season with a seven and nine record. And I believe that put them in the standings third in the third in the AFC East. So their season is done. Dolphins lost, so they they were done. So the only person right now in the AFC East that's representing them in the postseason is the Bills, and we're watching them right now. I mean, at this point, would you consider maybe making Jacoby Myers your next quarterback or converting him to your next quarterback? Because I know that was just a one pass, but at the same time, I'm not really sure what's going to happen if we are going to get someone like maybe a Deshaun Watson or draft someone in the draft for a quarterback. I'm not really sure we're getting uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to Jacksonville. I really feel like he's getting drafted by Jacksonville. Not to the Jets. Yeah, the Jets started winning more, so that's why they're not going to get the number one draft pick. Yeah, they decided not to tank and decided to just settle, yeah. But what would – I mean, at this point – for the Patriots, I think the Patriots should do with that 15 pick or other any other pick is go draft a wide receiver or someone just get our get get some wide receivers because really right now our wide receiver group is not doing well. Yeah. That's what I feel like that's the reason why Tom Brady decided to leave. Yeah. So anyway, so going back to um, I do apologize for us not doing a um post-mortem show for Notre Dame football and the Patriots. We will plan on doing that soon. We'll, we will go into more details, a little bit of that later on. But, yeah, I just – it's been a crazy week so far. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, there we go. The Celtics played once again the Pistons on Sunday. And I got to tell you, it kind of did look like um, the Pistons were going to win this one. But at the same time, at the end of the – Basically, when time winding down with two seconds left into the game, the Celtics got gave the ball to Jason Tatum, and once again, he shot a two-pointer, a jumper, which went in. Celtics win 122 to 120 and got revenge for what happened on Friday night against them. Against them against the or against them with the Pistons. Alright. So box scores. We'll basically go of our top performers for the Celtics. All right, so um, basically Jalen Brown led in points with 31. Jason Tatum right behind him with 24. And then uh, Marcus Smart with 17. Daniel Tice with 15. And then Tristan Thompson with 12. So you're a top performer. So, yeah, so it was kind of a back-and-forth kind of game. And it was kind of back-and-forth up until the end. But Celtics ended up winning at the end. They get the dub, they get the dub in a back-to-back kind of game, sort of kind of back-to-back game with the Pistons as they head down for Monday's game against the Toronto Raptors, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, so it looks like um, Notre Dame football news. It looks like linebacker uh, um, Jeremiah Ursacoramora has decided to enter the NFL draft. So he is going to the NFL, so he's playing, uh, playing there. So – and him and Ian Book, quarterback, he decided to enter the draft. And also uh, Tommy Trimble has decided to enter the draft too. So that's who I've heard so far has decided to declare for the NFL draft. So uh, hopefully we are going to miss you guys, but at the same time, represent us well in the NFL. Best of luck in your pro careers. Yeah, that's fun. So, and then we also got news on Monday that – Wisconsin quarterback uh, Jack Cohn has decided to transfer over to Notre Dame. So that could possibly be our next quarterback. 
that honestly could be our next quarterback, be uh, Ian Book's replacement. Yeah. I kind of, it would be interesting to kind of see what the offense would be like next year. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Then the Red Sox made a move, um, but they actually just gave a minor league contract to pitcher Daniel Gossage. So he was an Oakland A, I believe, from this picture that I posted. So it'd be kind of interesting if he'll like make make it on the or make it on the MLB roster. It'll be interesting. Then the Celtics play the Toronto Raptors on Monday, as I said, and they basically blew them out. But the kind, but the Raptors did kind of make it a little interesting up until the end, as I said. The Celtics have been having troubles with controlling leads up until the end, but at the same time, they end up holding on, and the Celtics end up winning this one. 126 to 114. And they increased their record to 5 and 3 against a struggling right now Toronto Raptors team. All right, so my top performers uh, Jason Tatum had uh, 40 points. So very good, very good, awesome. So yeah. So yeah, so basically he matched his career high, I believe, career high in points in a game. So awesome. Then let's see who else. Then um, Peyton Pritchard was right behind him with 23 points. He had a career night, too. The legend of P-Rabbit continues. P-Rabbit. That's what we're just going to call him for now on, P-Rabbit. All right. Jalen Brown with 19 points. Then uh, Grant Williams with 14 points. And Semi Ojale with 12 points. So those are your top performers. So very great win. They do have to do better, as I said, control, uh, keep a hold of leads because at the same time, they are kind of starting to make people have heart attacks, and that's not great. Yeah, Need to do a better job of holding on to the leads, guys. And then we got news that uh, Thursday's game against uh, Gonzaga and San Francisco or, uh, San, or, Santa, or Santa Clara has been postponed due to COVID protocols. They would instead play BYU on Thursday, and we'll get into that in a little bit. And then Wednesday's game, as you might have already heard, um, it looked like a group of right-wing radicals, basically mostly Trump fans, aside, or what it looked like to be Trump supporters, end up going to the Capitol and raiding, or raiding the Capitol building and basically just causing a riot scene and just making everybody just look bad. And it looked like... On Wednesday night, was the NBA going to do something like boycott their games and stuff like that? Because once again, the police kind of act a little bit um, kind of like hip hop or had, there was hypocrisy with the police, how they dealt with the situation and stuff like that. And it looked like the Celtics were going to make the first move as they decided to walk off the court pregame and have like a, but they had like a 45 minute meeting with the, or with the team and with the Miami Heat and decided, you know what? Let's just go on and uh, continue the play. And they did release a message. Let's see. Let's read it. All right. From the following statement from the players of the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. 2021 is a new year, but some things have not changed. We played tonight's game with a heavy heart after yesterday's decision in Kenosha and knowing the protesters in our nation's capital used or are treated differently by political leaders depending on what side of a certain issue they are on. The drastic difference between the way protesters this or this past spring and summer were treated and the encouragement given to today's protesters who acted illegally just shows how much more work we have to do. We have decided to play tonight's game to try to bring joy into the people into people's lives. But we must not forget the injustice in our society, and we will continue to use our voices and our platform to highlight these issues and do everything we can to work for more and equal and just America. Hashtag Black Lives Still Matter. So this is from both the Miami Heats and the Boston Celtics team statements. And then, as I said, the Miami Heat and the Celtics played against each other. And it looks like the Celtics again blew another lead, but thankfully 
They got and they basically almost blew another lead in the one with one minute left in the game. But thankfully, P Rabbit comes up again. He went he throws up the game winning layup. Celtics end up winning this one 107 to 105. So yeah, so they get it done in South Beach. Let's go over Wednesday's box scores who my top performers were. Alright. So my top performers and points. It was uh, Jason Tatum with 27, Jalen Brown with 21, and then uh, Daniel Tice with 13 points, and then tie between Marcus Smart and Tristan Thompson with 9 points. But I will give uh, credit to um, Peyton Pritchard, even though he scored 6 points in the game and not really able to make the top 5 in scoring, he did end up saving the game. Like He came up big in the final moment of the game where – it almost looked like we could have almost lost this game, but he ended up winning or ended up saving the team and saving them from one of their most embarrassing losses of the season as the Celtics ended up, as I said, winning this one. So very good. Attaway P. Rabbit. The legend continues. P. Rabbit. That just sounds a lot nicer saying than Fast PP. Fast PP, as I said, sounds like a like, – Someone was trying to make a less or make a junior high immature toilet joke sound less immature and toilet or toilet humor. That just sounds fast pee pee. Fast pee pee. Just, I don't know. Pee rabbit sounds a lot better. Yeah. All right. So, Bruins news. So, the season is coming up, and the since the so Daniel Char, the long captain of the team, has decided to sign with the Washington Capitals. It's kind of looked like they need a new captain. And they decided this, um, this, I can't talk. They decided this uh, Wednesday or Thursday to give the new title to Patrice Bergeron. They almost gave it to, um, yeah, they almost gave it to uh, Brad Marchand, which would have been great if, yeah, they got gave it to him. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, I like both players too, but they kind of pulled a kind of like April Fool's joke on um, Brad Marsh on at a team meeting. It was kind of funny. Let's see if we can like try to get that uh, video. So here we are. So, huh? So basically, yeah. So like they gave him for like 15 minutes in 2021, but then kind of like basically, oh man, why can they not show us a video? Ah, for God's sakes, come on. Unless, hold on, let's see. If this was the appropriate time um, to make our announcement uh, in regards to the captaincy, and the organization uh, you know, needed to make uh, a decision on this, we felt it was appropriate. So I'm not even going to belabor the point. I think I'm just going to... Uh, to ask Marcy to come up and, uh, and accept the captaincy. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to taking this next step, but, um, you know, I think we all know who the real captain is. And <laughs> we, uh, you guys first. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see what I'm smiling right now. Thank, uh, it's a huge honor, boys, obviously. Um, and, as we saw, there's a lot of guys that deserve the letter, and it's not about the letter, it's about uh, um, you know, coming together as a team, everyone taking ownership of this locker room. Um, you know, there's been, obviously, as Sweeney said, there's been some amazing uh, captains um, in the history of this organization, and uh, I'm going to try to better myself and keep leading by example and try to be me and, and, uh, and keep learning from all you guys. But I think, uh, again, like I said, we have to all be accountable for each other, and and, and be there and come together and make something special. All work towards the, the same goal, right? And, and, and enjoy this at the same time while in the process. So thanks again. Huge honor. All right. So, yeah, that was pretty neat. That was pretty neat. So, yeah. Psych-ish. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't mind both players. I mean, both players would have been good as the captains. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, so I kind of let – apart from Zidane Char being my favorite player, Patrice Bergeron is 
was my second favorite player, and now he's probably now my favorite player on the Bruins right now. So I do have at least a jersey of Patrice Bergeron with me. Yeah, I try to get a Sedan Char jersey. I might just if there are available, I might try to go get one just to have one of my favorite players. Yeah, growing up. So yeah, so yeah, so well deserved from Sedan Char or from uh, Patrice Bergeron. All right. Then awards were handed out for um, so um, Jeremiah Lusacor Moore finally officially got his uh um guys oh yeah Dick Buckus award or guys Buckus award for uh um defense or best uh, linebacker of the year and then all American awards were passed out also on Thursday Liam uh, Eidenberg got a or was named first or first team all American for uh, offensive tackle. And then Jeremiah was Coromora for linebacker. So well-deserved. And then for second team, Aaron Banks, um, offensive guard, and then uh, Kyle Hamilton safety. So very good. Well-deserved from those four participants. Very good. Well-deserved. Yeah. yeah. And then Gonzaga played, as I said, played uh, BYU Brigham Young. And they end up winning this game 86 to 86 to 69 as they get the dub 11 and 0 in McCarthy Athletic Center. Go Zags. Let's see. So my top performers of that game. So yeah. And we'll also talk about this too um, when we come back from break. But I'm gonna go over uh box scores or maybe we might touch on. Yeah, here we are. Because, yeah, we kind of are running a timeout of the segment. Come on. All right, so here we are. So my top performers of this game, um, Corey Kisberg with 23 points, Jalen Suggs with 16 points, and then tied for uh, third place with uh, 12 points is Andrew Nimhar coming off the bench and Drew Timmy with uh, 12 points, and then tied for basically – yeah, fifth place is uh, Antoine Watson and Joe I Joe I with uh, eight points. Joe Joe or Joy I I Yeah, I can't pronounce. I'm trying. I mean, it sounds like I like something like that. That's what they're trying to. Yeah. So very good, way good win. At this point, would you consider maybe Gonzaga losing ever again? I mean, at this point, they're acting like Gonzaga might not even lose ever again until like maybe selection Sunday, like they might go up to selection Sunday as in where they decide who's going to go into the March madness tournament undefeated. And that might not be great because a lot of teams that do that end up uh, not winning all the way or like kind of like falling apart in the NCAA tournament. The farthest anybody has gone, I think is Kentucky. And that was like 2015. Remember then they went undefeated and basically lost in the final four to Wisconsin yeah, I kind of do remember that. Everybody was making a big deal about that. Speaking of Kentucky this year, whoo, about to say, Kentucky's kind of been turning into kind of a shit show a little bit too, man. They have not fallen off, and they're having their worst season in almost over 100 years. Like the last time they've been this bad was like the 1911-1912 season. That is not great. Yeah. Well, it also kind of talks about too how great of a program that is, Kentucky is. All right, we're kind of running out of time in this segment. All right, we'll go to break and come back and finish up with the week's news and scores. All right, we are back. <clears throat> Wrap up um, news and scores. All right, let's get into it. So, you knew, so here we are, some COVID-related news for the Celtics. So it looks like um, yesterday morning, it looks like Tristan Thompson, Robert Williams III, Grant Williams, and Ed Carl – or Carson Edwards have been quarantined after they've been uh, been exposed to con- or been exposed to uh, someone who might have had COVID. So it's related to more contract tracing and stuff like that. But they are in it for or been quarantined for health and safety protocol. But it almost, but also right after news broke of that, news also broke that Robert Williams III had tested positive for COVID. So he now has the Rona. And it almost kind of looked like two, and I'm not sure how the NFL decides the postponing game and stuff like that, but it almost kind of looked like two that 
tomorrow or last night's game was going to get postponed because that's what I was told. Like, if one person gets uh, COVID, then I feel like they just decide, you know, what, we're not going to play tonight because someone got COVID. I don't know. I don't know how they decide that, but yeah. We'll also get into news because also news broke this morning or this afternoon that somebody else also got COVID, and you're probably not going to like who got COVID, but you probably already know by now. Patriots news, uh, Jake Bailey, punt or punter Jake Bailey and wide receiver or punt return man Gunnar Olszewski ha- has been, have been named to the All-Pro first team. So basically, so that's really nice. Well-deserved honor. Awesome. Way to go, guys. I mean, oh, my laundry's done. All right. So, Notre Dame football news. Um, Notre Dame has hired a new defensive coordinator because Clark Lee has decided to leave um, Notre Dame. I'm not really sure how. Let's see. Because I I am – I did see that he leave, but I didn't – I'm not really sure why he left. He might have gotten another coaching job out. Clark Lee. All right, so he got the head coaching job at uh, Vanderbilt. All right, so, yeah, so he got the head coaching job at Vanderbilt. So he returns to Vanderbilt or wait. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so, wait. As a head coach? Hold on. Let's see. So, yeah, he's yeah, the new coach of Vanderbilt. All right, awesome. Good. Congrats to Clark Lee. Way to get a coaching job. But they have decided to hire uh, Cincinnati's uh, – or University of Cincinnati's uh, defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, as the team's new defensive – or defensive uh, D.C. or defensive coordinator. So, very good. Awesome. Well-deserved. And it'll also be kind of interesting to how this defense will react to a new defensive coordinator because – in the past, their defense has just been suffocating. That's probably the reason why they might have gone, uh, had the many had the most success as they had this year, is because their defense is just so suffocating. And just just make sure everybody, yeah, I don't know, they did not really see suffocating in the ACC game and the Rose Bowl. Yeah, nope. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it might have just been the luck of the draw. I don't know. Boston College hockey has returned for after a almost like a break long or after a break or a hiatus, they have decided to come back. But it kind of looks like after the break, it looks like they kind of got some hiccups and they lost to, I thought they were playing Northeastern, but they decided to switch the schedule as um, they play New Hampshire. And for the first time in almost um, nine years, they have lost to New Hampshire at home. As your final score in double overtime or in overtime is New Hampshire 4, Boston College 3. All right. Here we go. So Saint or Santo Cole of New Hampshire got the first goal of the game. So make it one or so make it one nothing uh New Hampshire and then Cobley Amber or Amberso for Boston College, basically got to go tied up 1-1 power play goal. Then Eric McAdams for New Hampshire got a goal, make it 2-1 at the end of the first period. Then Nikola Nentrensko for uh, Boston College got a goal to make it two, tied up 2-2. And then Boston College took the lead in the third period um, on a Patrick Gill's uh, goal, make it 3-2 BC. And then... Philip and Ingrid's or Ingras of uh, New Hampshire or New Hampshire got a goal tied up 3-3. We go into overtime and then Cal Erickson got the power play overtime goal with seconds left into the overtime as New Hampshire gets the win um, two, three to, or four to three. Yeah. Not going to say much at that at this point. So they are one and one. In a conference play, or wait, no, they're so Boston College is five and two right now. Let's see what they're at. So they're oh yeah, one and one in overtimes. 
All right, so where are they at? Oh, no, they're on standings. All right. So standings. So right now they are second in the hockey east behind new behind UMass. Not great. So what happened to Northeastern? Are we just are we just not gonna play them? It looks like we're not gonna play them this year, looking at the schedule. Huh. What happened there? So it looks like so going back to Boston College hockey, it looks like uh, Team USA for the World Junior uh, Tournament or World Junior Ho Hockey Hockey League. So it looks like a few Boston Bruins were on that team as the U as the United States beat Canada in the championship game and take home the gold. So awesome, very good Team USA getting it done. Beat those, beat those, yeah, beat those Canadians, yeah. Beat them. Yeah. Let's see. So here's some news. Here's some news. All right. So here we are. So hold on. Come on. Shoot. Here we are. Here's some bot. So, yeah, Boston College Trio wins gold for the World Junior Championship. Yeah, World Junior Championship. Let's see who. All right, so sophomores, uh, Date or uh, Matt Boley, um, Drew Hellison, and Spencer uh, Knight, basically, yeah. So, basically, we're team for Team USA. But Boston College or uh, Canada also have Boston College uh, or Boston College uh, player. Alex uh, Newhook basically played for Team Canada, and Team Canada lost two nothing. So awesome, very good way to re represent both the U.S. and Canada, and way to get a goal for Team USA. Awesome. Right. So that's it for Boston College hockey. They don't play until Sunday this time for a rematch in New Hampshire against New Hampshire. So the Celtics played. Um, uh, last night, and they took care of business once again against a not-too-great uh, Washington Wizards team, but they almost kind of did make you have, once again, another heart attack, especially in the third and fourth quarter, as at one point they had a 28-point lead, and then basically Washington basically put it up to four with like almost like seven, almost seven minutes or under eight minutes left into the game. But the Celtics ended up holding on for the win. They add on. Peyton Pritchard again comes up big, and Jason Tatum comes up big. As the Celtics end up winning this one, 116 to 107. Come on now. All right. Hold on. All right. Here we go. So here we are. So my top performers in scoring, uh, Jason Tatum with 32 points, Jalen Brown with 27 points, um, Marcus Smart with 13 points, um, Peyton Pritchard with 11 points, and then Daniel Tice with uh, 10 points. So awesome. So very good. Way to get a win. And then Celtic football news. I know they don't play until Monday, but... David Turnbull got or was named a uh, Scottish Premier League uh, Player of the Month for December. So well deserved, awesome, very good. Especially after the month he had in uh, scoring, so very good, well deserved for the new uh, transfer acquisition. And then finally, the news of the day: it looks like um, the one Celtic player who now has been added to the COVID uh, protocol lit or COVID uh, quarantine protocol list has been named Jason Tatum. So Jason Tatum will be out for 10 to 14, day, 14 days. So which by this point, looking at the schedule, he would probably be missing a whole ton of games. 
Our star player is out. So up until um, after the 22nd or the Friday the 22nd game against the 76ers in Philadelphia. So we are going to miss him for basically one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. But also news, too, has come out for the Celtics, as in Kemba Walker has been uh, cleared to practice, and it's kind of looking like if things go well, if things go well, it's kind of looking like that he will be able to play on next Friday's game against the Orlando Magic in Boston. So awesome. It will be interesting to see. That is news of the week. And at the same time, the Celtics, they do play again tomorrow or tomorrow against the Miami Heat. They are second in the Atlanta division and third in the Eastern Conference right now. So, but don't be surprised if tomorrow's game might get postponed if um, more people come out getting tested positive. I know the 76ers now have seven players now. So, that might be a thing. They might, they're kind of making it sound like they might get some games postponed too. So, we knew this was going to happen. We honestly knew this was going to happen once they were out of the bubble. We kind of knew that. That there were going to be some positive tests. Some people were going to test positive. And, yeah, it's just... It was going so good, too, because the only game that got postponed um, this whole season was the opening night game between the between the Oklahoma City Thunder and Houston Rockets. At that point, nobody else got postponed. Like, no other postponements have happened. And nobody tested positive after Christmas or Christmas Eve. So, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see in the next few days or so. I'm going to take a break. Um, Got to switch laundry around. But when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show with a fancy and then go from there. All right. All right. We are back to wrap up the show for uh, with fancy. And there's only a few fantasy. Like, there's only one fantasy league going on right now, as in, uh, excuse me, um, basketball right now. So let's go over that. Just go over the box scores of what's happening. All right. So here we are. All right. So we might have to go over, like, maybe football. Maybe just one more time go over uh, football real quick. Well, we'll wait to do that. First, we'll go over basketball. So right now, Caillou's annoying, which, by the way, I actually heard news today that they're actually canceling that show. So parents rejoice. Caillou is officially dead. Yes. Yeah, that annoying, whiny, little, bald-headed, little, little prick is dead. <laughs> he is gone and no longer will be on television. Awesome. Parents rejoice. Yeah. All right. So here we are. Caillou's annoying. They are winning against uh, Team Hamilton, 884 to 720, or 728. And it looks like they might go to 3-0 start the year if things keep going well go up for glory right now they are losing the team jones um 991 to 777 so if things keep going this way they will go to two and one to start the year all right not great but could be worse all right the mickmen they are losing the team sealy 1011 to 1009 so not great. So they might also start the year two and one, but so it could be worse. The Boston Toms they are beating uh, Team Potter nine hundred ninety one to seven hundred fifty three. So awesome, very good. And if things keep going well, they will start the year three and zero. So awesome, very good. All right, Stan Marsh, they are currently winning against uh, SBLK fourteen S seven hundred eighty two. 582, so very good. And if things keep going well, they will get their first dub of the year, so very good. Awesome, awesome. And then the boys of the old brigade, right now they are losing to Team Cook, and Team Cook, 855 to 775. And if things keep going this way, they will start the year 0-3. So not great. One of the worst teams right now for my ESPN fantasy. 
but not great. All right. So that is it for uh, ESPN Fancy for Basketball. For Yahoo Fancy for Basketball, the average Joes. So right now they are playing uh, sharpshooting Dame, as in uh, Dame Lord, uh, the famous uh, point guard for uh, the um, Portland Trailblazers. I mind mind this one. Like I'm also kind of walk. Whoa, the Coast Conference is starting to come back. Wow. But the Bills have the ball, all right? So they just got to drive the ball down the field with four thirty-five left in the game. All right, back to the game or, or back to the fancy, all right? So I'm losing the sharpshooting game, one thousand two hundred forty-five point seventy-five to one thousand two hundred thirty-one. So not great, not great. And if things keep going this way, looks like I'll start the year off. Start the year off. Let's see. What are one and two? So yeah, one and two, not great. This is also the team. Also, that I can't even change the lineup. Apparently, so apparently I'm basically because of who's running the league. I can't really change the lineup every day. So that's really dumb. That's really dumb. I. That's the whole point of fantasy. You change your lineups and stuff like that. And this league won't even let me. It's dumb. I don't think they'll let anybody. The, the only person who could change that. Whoa, oh my, wow, wow. Bills just fumbled the ball. Oh, my. All right, they got the ball back. Whew. Well, I mean, who if you're a Bills fan? Well, why am I saying I don't like any of them. But that would have been costly. That could be their season. All right. Back. All right, so the Podrick Pierces, they are playing a March superb team, and they are currently losing right now. 1,535 to 0.05 to 1,359.95. So not great, not great. So yeah, if they keep doing the keep the ways, if way if things keep going this way, they will start the year out 0 and 2 or 0 and 3. So not great for old Patrick Pierce. The Ringer NBA team, they are winning right now. Gets Mama's cooking. Uh, six to five, and if things keep going this way, they will start the year out two and one. All right, so getting up to five hundred, like getting one game above five hundred, so awesome, very good. Compos ferrets. So currently, right now, they are winning against uh, the fellas nine nothing, and if things keep going this way, they will start the year out uh, two and one or two zero oh, and one. So two wins. Zero losses and one tie. So awesome. Very good. KG's the GOAT. They are currently losing right now to Onyx Supersonic Team 903.20 to 802.90. And they are projected to lose. So if things keep going this way, they will get their first L of the season. So they will be 2-1 and one to start the year. All right. So it could be worse. It honestly could be worse for them. It could be like Podrick Pierce or the boys in the old brigade right now and not be winning right now. All right, and the South Park Warriors, they are uh, beating second bre- – or are tied with second breakfast, four to four. And, well, they could tie right here, but if – so either they can do this. They can either win this game, and if they win this game, they'll be two and one. If they lose this game, they'll be two or one and two. And if they tie this game, they'll be one, one, and one. So one win, one loss, and one tie. So, I mean, could be worse. Could also be worse. All right. So here we go. So since last week was kind of for uh, for one team or for one team in one of my football leagues was the last week of the week. So let's finally just wrap it up with one last roundabout for uh football right for yahoo fancy mr garrison 2020 um they finished the year three and 11 and did not make or three and 11 and not make the postseason cowman's a schmuck um they finished the year 11 and or three and 11 and did not make the postseason also the cacasio squadron they finished the year three and 14 and finished seventh place in the losers bracket or the consolation bracket 
All right, so they did kind of get a little bit of a banner. O'Connell Street, um, they finished the year 5-10 and 10 and 11th place in the loser's bracket or the consolation bracket. All right, Dobby, they finished the year 3-12 and 12 and 12th place in the loser's bracket or the consolation bracket. All right, going deep, named after the Barstool Football or one of the Barstool Football pra- or, uh, podcasts. They finished the year 5-11 and 11 and finished 11th place in the losers bracket. All right, so could be worse. Brady's the GOAT. Oh, speak of the devil. Speak. Brady's the GOAT. This year they finished the year 1-12, and 12, not great, and did not make the postseason. Probably one of my worst teams so far this year if not the worst team in doing fantasy football this year, 11 and or one and 12 and did not make the postseason. Well, good. They shouldn't deserve to make the postseason. James Conley. This is the team I've been proud of. They finished the year 12 and four and finished off as their league champions. My first ever fantasy football, first ever fantasy sports title. They got it done. Well-deserved. League champions. Yeah. Just feels good to win that. All right. Yeah. Or ESPN fantasy. The Bobby Boucher's. They finished near nine and six and third place in the league. Joe Exotic or Joe Exotic for president. Finished the year off seven and eight and ninth place in the loser's bracket. Billy Billy. They finished the year eight and seven and six in the loser's bracket. Declan Harps, they finished the year off seven and eight and fourth place in the losers bracket. We're still here, or finished fourth place. Oh, sorry, fourth place of the years. Declan Harps, yeah, sorry. Why did I say lose brackets? We're still here. They finished the year off seven and eight or eight and seven and fifth place in the losers bracket. I hate rats. They finished the year off seven and eight. And sixth place in the losers bracket. Eric Cartman's they finished the year off four and eleven and ninth place in the losers bracket. And the New England Toms they finished the year off four and eleven and ninth place in the losers bracket. And then totals for uh, ESPN fantasy for the year I finished the year off with fifty four wins and sixty six losses. And then for Yahoo, forgot to mention them. 35 wins, 85 losses. All right, so that closes the book for fantasy football for this year. We still got uh we got ES or uh, we got hockey coming up up pretty soon, so we'll go over that too in the next uh or next um next week or so. Go over those scores and stuff like that, and we still got uh fantasy basketball to go over too. That's the only thing that's going on right now, fantasy basketball. So, yeah, way to get a couple of first wins for uh, 2021. Way to start off the year off. Yeah, after last week where, like, the only, like, Notre Dame lost. Um, let's see, who also lost? The Celtics lost their game against the Pistons, and then Celtic football lost their game against Rangers. So, yeah, so it'll be kind of interesting to keep the wins rolling at this point. All right. So, to end the show, we're going to play uh, – the song Eminem, one of Eminem's, if not his famous song, uh, "Lose Yourself" because of Peyton Pritchard and how we have been calling him P Rabbit because the legend of P Rabbit continues. Yeah, after the week he had, so pretty good week for old Peyton Pritchard. Scored twenty three points, a career high in his rookie year against Toronto. He uh, finished and also won a game. Game winner against the Miami Heat in Miami. Basically saved the Celtics from one of their most embarrassing wins and losses of the year. But gets the job done for the Celtics as a game winner. So, honor it out. Let's play Lose Yourself. All right. Anything else to talk about? No, I think we're good. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at Podcast Royal. And then follow my personal Twitter page at Junkyard Dog underscore 92. 
We will have that in the details of the episode. And then follow the show on Instagram at Roy Reuters1992. And then follow the TikTok page at Roy Reuters91792. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, Radio Public, and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast from, doesn't matter to us. And with that being said, I believe that about do it. All right. See you guys next week. Banyana. He's nervous, but on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clock's run out. Time's up. Over. Loud. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up baddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back to these ropes. It don't matter. He's choked. He knows that, but he's pro. He's so sad that he knows when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo. This old rap shit, he better go capture this moment and hope it don't do it. Lose his mouth in the music, the moment you own it, you better never let it go. You only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime, you better lose his mouth in the music, the moment you own it, you better never let it go. You only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity once in a lifetime, escaping through this hole that is gaping. This world is mine for the taking. Make me king as we move toward a new world order. A normal life is boring, but superstardom's close to postmortem. It only grows harder, homie grows hotter. He blows it's all over. These holes is all on him. Coast to coast shows, he's known as the globe trotter. Lonely roads got him. He knows he's grown father from home. He's no father. He goes home and barely knows his own daughter. But hold your nose, cause here goes the cold water These hoes don't want him no more, he's cold product They moved on to the next move, flows, he knows dove and soul not a So the soul proper is told, it unfolds, I suppose it's old partner But the beat goes on, that it up, that on You better lose his mouth in the music, the moment you own it You better never let it go, you only get one shot Do not miss your chance to blow, this opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better lose his mouth in the music, the moment Change what you call rage. Tear this motherfucking roof off like two dogs cage. I was playing in the beginning, the mood all changed. I've been chewed up and spit out and booed off stage. But I kept rhyming and step right in the next cipher. Let's believe somebody's paying the pride piper. All the pain inside amplified by the fact that I can't get by with my nine to five and I can't provide the right type of life for my family. Cause man, these goddamn food stamps don't buy diapers. And it's no movie, there's no this is my life, and these times are so hard, and it's getting even harder. Trying to feed and water my seed, plus see the thought I part of between being a father and a prima donna. Baby mama drama screaming, all the too much for me to want to stand one spot. Another damn monotony's gotten me to the point I'm like a snail. I've got to formulate a plot or end up in jail and shot. Success is my only motherfucking option. Failure's not. Mama love you, but this trail has got to go. I cannot grow old and sail. So here I go, it's my shot. Feet fail me not. This may be the only opportunity that I got. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You
your ads show let me shoot see my video you're still here it's over Go home. Go home, please. Next weekend. Go. What part of Banyana do you guys not understand? 